What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Around the Paddock. I'm your host, Seb. What's going on? Alongside me, I've got my other wonderful co-host, Nico. What's going on, everyone? Copying my salutation once hmm. again, just like last week. Once again. I see you. I see you. Yeah. Well, stop being, stop doing such good entry, and then you know I wouldn't copy you. That's a fair point. But Nico, I got a question for mm. you. What is it that we got yeah. on this podcast? What is it that we got for the people? Got the oh, behind the scenes paddock passes for all things F one. VIP. Is but that yes, not it? the VIP is the behind the scenes. Yeah. And sometimes there's a little more. Yeah. A VIP pass. Sometimes yeah, we got sometimes, a little more. Yeah. A little sometimes. speculation here and there. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes we do a guest episodes and stuff. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes we shout out the uh you know, the uh what's it called uh Prince of uh Monaco. Senor you know Albert yeah, with his little prince, with his little prince Hamilton, with his Sir Lewis, it's the Sir Lewis. Yeah, it's right. It's with his Sir Lewis. Yeah, it's only inverted with him. And we also, yeah, mm. we shouts out other people. And let me just say it: shouts out to Joel once again. Yeah. Two shouts Hope you out. Feel better. Two shouts out in two weeks. That's uh, it's pretty big. That's a record. Probably. Yeah. yeah probably. The uh, the That's record for anyone else. Yeah. But hey, man, let's uh, let's just kind of jump in. I know. Yeah. Well, I I do want to preface it. This was the week of the Spanish Grand Prix. Yeah. Did this we watch was it? Also, did we no. watch it? No, not at all. And I didn't at least. You should tell everyone. You should tell everyone listening why it was yeah. that you and I didn't watch the race or the quality or anything at all. Up until maybe a couple hours ago. Sounds good. So if you're um like Russian intelligence or you know Putin, just you know ignore this part. But we had a massive storm hit basically everything that matters in Canada. So it's like Ontario, Quebec. You know, it's where like you know most of the people are at. Uh, it's like a, I think it was a hurricane, eh? Or like a, just a massive storm. Dude, in like ten and seconds, you just alienated <laughs> so many people. But continue. Well. <laughs> no, I'm I'm just my specialty. Yeah, continue, continue. specialty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was a big storm, you know, and it basically wiped out basically the uh the entire power for like a massive part of the country, uh, including where we were, which is like uh you know it's it's like a little satellite town right off uh, Ottawa, and it had all the power lines basically cut to it, like it, they all fell. So you know, for a few days, no power. I just need to clarify that you said power went out across the whole country, but that's not. I I I, I know no, you no. might have said it on purpose, but it's it's actually not true. What what I meant is everywhere that matters, exactly. except Vancouver. Exactly. Yeah. Just just needed to make sure yeah. that uh that that we covered that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, no, no hate to like Alberta and stuff like that, but it's like two towns, like. All right, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna stop talking before I uh, you know alienate half the country. <laughs> if you already haven't, um, but yeah, no, there was a yeah massive storm, knocked a bunch of power, did a lot of damage to the city. So you know, hopefully for everybody who, I mean, hopefully if you're listening to this at this point, you've already got the power back. But everybody that you know had to deal with it for a few days, uh, I know 
we did. Shouts out to the Caldees again. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we didn't the actually tropical get to watch storm it. was gonna. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We didn't get to watch it until gonna... until today. But anyways, yeah. yeah. What were you? What were you saying? Yeah. I was gonna say shouts out to the Caldees. Not even a tropical storm could stop. Uh, could stop them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. let's just hop to the formation lap. I know. Yeah. We'll hop to the formation yeah. lap. Talk about the race and hopefully. Yeah. We've educated ourselves well enough in the last little bit to uh, actually give an informative and insightful podcast episode. But let me tell you right At now. At the very least, it's going to be full of memes. Exactly. Because let me tell you right now, yeah. it probably will not happen. It probably <laughs> will not happen. Yeah. But rampant speculation is going to be happening on my side. Rampant speculation and ramp- rampant isolation. Yeah. So, you know, it's, that's... That's that's the recipe you're getting with the chicken that yeah. we're serving. Um, yeah, I don't really know what I'm saying with that. Um, so, <laughs> just to, to start it's the just, formation lab. Yeah. What what were you gonna say? Like, let's just let's just say, get let's it see. out of our system, finish it off, and then we'll move on to oh, the action. Sounds episode. good. I was gonna say let's just jump into the formation lab. I was just trying to go for like a Philip Franco kind of jump in, and you're just like, nah, we're just going right into this. Yeah, see, that's because that's because, like I said, I'm trying to wean out of it. That's his thing, man. But it's such an easy, easy thing to say. Just hop right yeah. into it. So I, Yo, I'm just gonna uh, be like, cut from yeah. one to the other. No, no segue <laughs> now. No segue. Yo, Philip DeFranco, if you just want to give us the rights to it, you know, because it is kind of your trademark. You know, hit me up. You know, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. I don't know. I'll even make a TikTok if that's the only way. You can have it and you can use it, but I I choose to pave my own path. Yeah. I'm going to use it. I'm going to use it regardless, but you know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's a formality. Let's let's start it by wishing Rubens Barrichello a happy birthday. So shouts out for the big 5-0. Yeah. Happy birthday, my man. You almost had a, uh, a victory, but Hamilton took it. No. No. Was it not Rubens? No. Oh, never mind then. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Painting yourself <laughs> as a real trustworthy guy for these kind of takes. <laughs> I said rampant speculation on my corner. Well, shouts out to Rubens. He was Schumacher's teammate. I'm sorry. Right. Um, right yeah, right, right. years, man. Enjoy the, it. Yeah. Hope you're healthy. Rubens was the uh, one that did uh that like um what's it called? Him and Schumacher finished the uh the Grand Prix at like in the basically the exact same time, right? Yeah, they, like, I think it out. so. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Let's just go with it. Yeah. Um so yeah. Just a quick yeah. just a quick little shout out for him. And uh and you know what? Since we're shouting out happy birth like for happy birthdays, so I'll say happy birthday, Anna as well. So shouts out to you. Yeah. It's immortalized in a podcast form now. Now, the next actual, like, news from this week, or that I saw, mm-hmm. um, but Valtteri Buttas, in this case, <laughs> he's, he's Buttas, um, yeah. apparently raised around, like, 50,000 euros with a, like, there was a picture of him that he posted on his Instagram yeah. and stuff like that, and, like, it's, it's out there, but okay. there, it's a picture of him naked in a, in a river, and, like, it, it's okay. just his butt sticking out, <laughs> um, like... <laughs> On the river. I'll, I'll try to find it and then and then I'll I'll send it to you on 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 the chat. Um yeah. 
but yeah it's so, also yeah yeah the picture of him like and it's super artistic right like it's, it's actually pretty freaking hilarious um yeah so he's just sort of like immersed in in the river and his butt's just hanging out but yeah apparently you know like i i can't say i read too too much into it but he yeah posted like a picture of him skinny dipping <laughs> or whatever like let me know when you see it yeah um all right i just got it whoa that is very artistic <laughs> right <laughs> it's like an like aspen like... yo you know what it kind of looks like like he's a bear trying to catch like a fish like with his mouth if like you zoom into it he's just like wide open like his mouth's like wide open <laughs> yeah, trying to like true. catch a fish <laughs> that's so funny um you know i would pay fifty thousand dollars to like hang this on my wall yeah well i mean yeah. i'm kind of trying to find out uh exactly what it was because he did he posted yeah he uh so hang on i have it right here hmm. so Da, da, da. Oh man, you know these articles that like they yeah. end up saying like, like nothing. Okay, wait, I got it. I got it. I yeah, got it. is it but like like is it raised? But is it raised for like what? That's what I want to know. So hang on. So yeah. the reason that he posted that picture was they were selling prints of it for twenty four hours, and more than five thousand mm. people bought a print with of his of his butt, right? So they were actually able to gather fifty thousand euros for charity. Um, okay doesn't seem Does it say what like, charity no it doesn't seem um but actually lewis was asked if he would do if he would buy one and then <laughs> and he's like he's like yeah i would for charity for sure i didn't even know it was up for sale but i think it's a great photo it's one of the best photos i've seen um so yeah it's uh for anyone that hasn't seen it I, i'd recommend Googling it in incognito mode, I guess. So, <laughs> so you're just yeah. Sure yeah, we need to get. Yeah, we need to make sure. Uh, we need to get Hamilton to like recreate this picture, so we can finally confirm where that last missing piercing is. Yeah, but on his back. Hmm. Also, well, I mean, you know. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna put the hatchet to that speculation about lewis's prince albert because i think this is like the third week in a row that that we keep talking about it and it's uh it's an uncomfortable amount of times to be talking about a man's potential uh ring dong <laughs> listen you can't just like get it and have that come out and not confirm it and not make it newsworthy like it's amazing no it's it's we it's done at least I'm, I'll try it for me. I will bury the hatchet with that because it's already <laughs> essentially confirmed. Yeah, but it's just like I don't. I don't need to see it. I believe it now. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't do it. I'll don't keep do sprinkling. It, don't do it, Luis. <laughs> I'll keep sprinkling uh, mentions of it, you know, here and there. You know, not every episode, but you know, like you know, you know maybe like four years from now, we're still doing it. You know, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Hamilton has oh, uh, <laughs> Prince Albert. That's just because you can't let things die. You're like that evil scientist that would, you know, keep like Heinz Doofenshmirtz, like the corpse alive. And like when you actually listen to what it says, it's just like, kill me. <laughs> but mm. like you just you just hold on to it for the sake of holding that's, on um, to it. Rick Sanchez. So if you're comparing me to uh, the highest IQ television show, I'm down with that. 
Yeah, it's the highest IQ. The highest IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, moving on from Valtteri yeah. Bottas, but hey, shout out, mm-hmm. shout out to him, man! Like to raise fifty thousand yeah. euros for charity with a picture of his butt, like way it's to go! More than I ever done. Yeah. yeah. Very, pardon the pun, but very ballsy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't yeah. even see it. Um, That's true. And then the next one is so Aston Martin finally revealed their B-spec car that they were working on for since the beginning, right? So yeah, if you remember, like in the earlier episodes, we were talking about how Aston Martin was the first to reveal their their car design, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. back back in the days where we thought that you know maybe they'd have a chance to be fast, uh, before yeah, you reality know, slapped when you us thought in they the were face. the uh, yeah when you when you thought they because they had the side pods that they were. The team, like one of the two maybe teams that had figured out like the spec and that like they were going to dominate and that has because it didn't wasn't going to dominate i remember that yeah, yeah all valid points at the time let me say hmm. but you're right and reality hits different so you know yeah. uh obviously thanos tried to warn me a couple of years ago and, and now i'm finally understanding what he meant about reality but yeah. so they reveal their B car, their B spec car, and the side pods are completely different from what they were to, to begin with. So yeah. they actually look almost like a carbon copy of Red Bull side pods. And then, obviously, like you know, it's it's the meme that writes itself because Aston Martin, formerly known as um, Racing Point, right? Formerly known as the Pink Mercedes. Exactly, because they they essentially yeah. reverse engineered. So in 2020, they reverse engineered the 2019 Mercedes car, right? Yeah. It basically looked exactly the same, right? And obviously, there was a big controversy about it. A lot of teams, um, uh, a lot of teams, made yeah. complaints to the FIA and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And and they were the third fastest car, just for the sake of the fact that they were a Mercedes, right? A pink Mercedes. Uh, Pretty much. So yeah, it's funny now because they come out with their side pods and, and a car shape that's similar to Red Bulls, right? So it's like yeah. now it's they copy the Red, Red Bull, Bull now. They're the faster yeah. ones, right? So yeah, with a Mercedes engine. I bet you there's like yeah, it's true. I bet you there's like one guy in the Aston Martin like team who's just been there for years. He's like slowly risen his way up, and he's just the guy who's in charge of like co- like seeing what other teams do and just doing carbon copies of it. Yeah, honestly, like, it's like the can I copy one, your homework meme. Yeah, it's like one time, all right, I guess I can kind of understand, you know, maybe you want to take inspiration, but like now twice? Like, that's a little sus, I'm not going to lie. Right? That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, you know, I, 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 I want them to do well and stuff, and as we'll kind of get into a little bit later, the, uh, the Beast Pet card didn't necessarily bring them instant success like they might have wanted um yeah which i you know it's 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 karma i guess right yeah Um, Yeah, it's true so so yeah no i I just thought i just thought it was funny right they they go from the pink mercedes Mm. to the the green red bull and and yeah seems to be their their way of operating i guess you know whether that's good or bad i mean you obviously want to take what's what works from other teams and stuff but i mean i kind of will leave that up to up to everyone else to sort of let us know what what they think about that kind of approach to design yeah 
So I'll have you, I'll give you this question then, all right? I want you to think about this, okay? So 2020 was pink Mercedes. 2022 was the green Red Bull. So what's it going to be in 2024? The Scarlet Haas. The Scarlet Haas. I thought you were going to go, I was, I was thinking the black Andretti. <laughs> no, no, no. Andretti, Andretti will probably be doing the same for, for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, they probably will. But yeah, they'll be the Scarlet Haas. And actually, no. I think that sounds better than any of the, of the two right now. It <laughs> probably look really good. Oh, yeah. No, wait. I'm trying to think of the most controversial one. Oh. The Russian flagged Alpine. Wait. Excuse me. Excuse me. me? Yeah, I guess oh. I'll, I'll, I'll say that's the most controversial one. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and I got one bit of one or little actually, bit of. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> the <laughs> the Ahiago faced Alfa Romeo. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, you won that one. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you won. You definitely won that one. I'll give you it. <laughs> All right, and going from that absolute meme to. The last little bit of our last little bit of the formation lap. You know, it's like the little uh, cr crumbs, crumbs on like the pie that is the formation lap. Total Wolf is back, baby. You might Toto's not think back. it. We might not think it, but Total thinks it. Yeah. So Mercedes. So this is what uh, Total has to say. All right. So loses. Uh, so he's like, can we nitto, Can we win another world championship? Well, you bet we can. That's a direct quote from him. So, yeah. It seems because of, like, Lewis Hamilton's performance in the Spanish GP, it gave, it, like, it's given Mercedes the belief that they can actually win the world championship this season. That's a very ambitious goal. I mean, obviously, that's what you want to aim for, but damn. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's still only six races in, and it's, like, a 23-race season, but... Yeah, I mean, you have a lot. Like, yeah, I I don't have the quote because there's a lot of quotes and I could just go on for 10 hours over what I was reading. But like he was saying that, like, if you looked at Ferrari, Ferrari should have won the Barcelona GP, but they didn't, yes. right? So not necessarily the fastest car is the best car, the car more likely to win. And given those parameters, they think that they're able to design a car that's competitive enough to be 1-2 with adequate strategy. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they can win uh you know the championship and you know what i will i will give them is uh i think they've shown to be the most reliable team like we touted ferrari as being bulletproof uh back in pre-testing and stuff but the mercedes has been the only teams that have finished every race so far completed 100 percent yeah that's of, true of every race both guys yeah, i'm true. pretty sure but especially yeah. george yeah george is killing it but the thing is too is like mercedes like Red Bull and other teams have good strategists, but Mercedes have a good strategist, man. Yeah, for all the for all the memes and the flack that James Bowles gets for his like paltry yeah. James stuff, like yeah, he does seem to be pretty switched on when uh with, yeah. with the race strategy. Yeah, like they get they get what they're supposed to do and how they're to do and how to do it. So like if there was any any team that could have a worse car but better strategy, it'd be Mercedes to still maybe win the championship. It's Because, like, they've won. 
they've gotten a lot of points, right? Yeah, they're third in the constructors. Yeah. Just they're just hovering there, but yeah, they're you know. I mean you gotta you gotta get be consistent and get points to uh to win championships, right? So Yeah, it's true. But yeah, no, I, I, I did notice that and uh, obviously we'll we'll go a little bit more into it in the main race topic, but yeah, there was uh there was a point where it was Red Bull one two, Mercedes three four, right? So it's like Yeah. Until I guess Hamilton had the uh, that ending issue. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of, let's just uh may as well hop on to the main race right now. And Nico, you yeah. should give the the qualifying results. All right. Okay, bear with Good me. Good luck to these the audience. Nicknames, yeah, these nicknames will not come easy. They take a giga brain to figure out because I'm doing it on the fly. Yeah, but also there's a few that oh. we've like that you can just reuse. You don't have to make. Them I know. I know. Time. But I know, if but you can, know. You go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, all right. The crown jewel of Monaco. He came number one. So Charles Leclerc, number one, baby. Let's go. Um, let's go. Okay. The epitome of Dutch efficiency, Max Verstappen, number okay. two. Okay. <laughs> Verstappen. The golden Verstappen, the golden light of the Spanish crown of motor racing, Carl Sainz. Carlos Sainz came third. Okay. The most photoshopped man on earth, fourth. I don't need to explain that one. <laughs> um, the only and true hope of right now of South American F1 racing came fifth. I mean, Checo. Checo's not from South America. Let's be real. Mexico's in Central, North America. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mexico is North America. Okay, how about Latin America? Is that better? Nah, yeah, okay, I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take Latin America. Okay. The... Most handsome butt of F1. No. Valtteri. No. Buttas. No. You missed somebody. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, it's not me that you have All to right. apologize for. It's it's to Prince Albert, if you know what I'm saying. Prince Albert's personal pet. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> you know. Sixth. I made it up for you. The best butt of F1. Came seventh. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, look it up. Okay? The only reason I believe Denmark exists, Kevin Magnussen, <laughs> came eighth. Fair enough. Have you ever heard that? Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard of the, the meme, which is like, statistically, Denmark doesn't exist because its population is so small? So Kevin Magnussen is the only evidence of Denmark existing. Hey, okay? shouts out, Kevin. Yeah. The man down under... Who never disappoints, but sometimes does. But let's not get into that. Wait, Danny Rick. Let me just. I no, yeah. no, no. I was gonna say the man down under, who's currently pretty down under. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Rick. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> For like two years, but you know. <laughs> Danny Rick. Yeah, he came ninth. Um. <laughs> The shooting star who is last year thought it was going to do really well. This year has been a slight disappointment, but I still love him. So I hope he does a lot better. He, I hope he shines brighter. 
Nick. Mickey it's D. the meanest one so far, and I'm sorry, but me. We still love you, Mick. We still love right. you. We still love you. We just want you to do better. But you got into Q3. You know, shout out to that. It's the first time. Yep, first time in Q3. Got so it. Shout out, Mick. Got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. The only professional Twitch streamer who races on the weekend, Lando Norris. Shouts out for getting 11th. Okay. Let me just wait. Let me let me let me yeah, let me yeah, add yeah. a little uh, asterisk to that. So yeah, yeah, go for it. Lando would have actually been tenth, I think, and Mick would have been eleven. Yeah. But Lando got his lap time deleted for going outside of the track boundaries, like the track line. That's true. So yeah, he got his. Did you like, really have to take this? Did you have to take this away from Mick, man? I'm not taking it away from Mick, man. Mick raced a clean line inside the lines and did better than Lando did. So, I mean, that's true. by merit. It's not not taking anything away. Um, but yeah, just saying that like, Lando would have been 10th. Lando yeah, would have been 10th, <laughs> but yeah, he 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 got his, his qualifying lap time deleted. So, just wanted to yes. add that little addendum. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Continuing on my uh, my nicknames, which aren't really nicknames, but you know, the American Dream, only it's actually French, uh, personified, <laughs> Esteban Ocon. If you don't believe me, look it up. Um, he came 12th, okay? The, oh my god, Sony's favorite driver, I guess, Yugi Tsunoda, 13th. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know what to say for him. I would have gone with Honda. Wait, no, 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 because it's PS4. Or it's no, not. I would have gone with Konoha. Konoha. Wait, wait, wait. No. Um, you know which one? The only man to beat Max in a race with a really weird vehicle in the water, because I don't actually remember what those vehicles are called, but he beat Max. Yuki Tsunoda. The Hokage. The Hokage. The 15th Kokage, I don't know. Um, he came 14th. Um, no, he came 13th. Okay. I was gonna say the baguette, the baguette wearing, like beret eating Frenchman of Pierre Gasly, but uh, that's, <laughs> all right, yeah, that works. <laughs> that works. <laughs> Pierre Gasly, fourteenth. The baguette wearing, wearing the wait, the what? The baguette wearing beret eating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. The rookie who has astonished us all. Joe, just your average Joe. Yeah, your average Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four-time world champion, greatest of all time, except not really right now because it's not really the fault, but it's the car, but it's a whole other thing. The team's gonna decide this one, but not really. The green Mercedes, the green Red Bull driver, Sebastian Vettel. Yeah, baby, let's go. Actually, no, baby, let's not go. <laughs> the sunset of the Spanish Empire because it's still really bright, but it's clearly, you know, it's. It's been there for a while. It's coming down. Uh, Fernando Alonso. Yo, let me just say that's kind of savage. Low-key, though. <laughs> okay, man. Uh, Carlos is third and Fernando 17th. It's, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that one Spanish person's clearly on like the peak of his career and one person's on his twilight. No, I know. I'm just... It, I'm just it's, it's not real until you put it into words, you know? So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, our favorite Canadian, because whatever Canadian does it best is my favorite Canadian of the week, Lance Stroll. 
Lancelot Vancelot. Yeah. Alberto Alonso Albon. That's right. Your name's you have a middle name now. It's mm. Alonso because of your love for Alonso, which I don't know if it's true, but it is. Alex Albon came nineteenth. And Nicolas Latifi. My second favorite Canadian in F1. You mean the king? Maybe third. King Latifi. Oh, no, I gave him the king last time. Yeah, you know, new nicknames, new nicknames. You're a very brave yes, man. You're a very brave man to give monarchy and royalty a nickname. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I apologize. It's the king, the one only true king, the person that even Queen Victoria is underneath and Queen Elizabeth can't even stand to, the King Latifi. Yes, for he can send you to the gallows. It's true, yeah. If he well, told me to walk across the whole of Canada, I had to. Like, it's, I don't have a choice. Well, very uh, very informative, and, you know... Is you, it, though? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. No. But No. I, I could have run through this list in three seconds if I wanted to. Yeah, but we like to make our audience suffer. Uh... <laughs> But, yeah, again, not too much that I can talk about for qualifying because yeah. I didn't actually see it. Um, but what I can't, what I did see, because, I mean, I watched the highlights and, like, I, I kept up a, a little bit, like, after the fact. But it seems that Leclerc had a really good qualifying. So, he, I guess, spun out or, like, he made a mistake early on, right? And was sort of at risk to not complete his and I, and I mean you can look at the number of laps that he did right compared to everybody that's like at least in the in the top 10 he's the one that yeah. completed the least amount of laps right he completed yeah. as many laps as lando sure. and you know what i mean um yeah it's true so yeah it, 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 apparently he put on a clinic in qualifying and he's obviously a, a really really good qualifier so shouts out to Charles and Obviously, Joel. also kind of shouts out to 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 George as well, man. Like I was he, just gonna he say, two laps more. Yeah, I was gonna say shouts out to George and even Lewis, right, for getting the Mercedes up there in the fight. So now you have, you know, Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes. Like it's a three. It can be a three way fight now. And Bottas, like this guy, again, just showing how good of a qualifier he is. And Kevin. Yeah. And Kevin. I mean, but we all love Kevin here. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. So please, 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 please just come to the, to, you know, we'll interview. It won't be a great interview. I promise you. It will be a lot of rampant speculation and me asking you to like take a butt picture in a lake, but bring Gunter. We'll be fun. We'll get some beers. You'll get your photography career started. Um, oh yeah. So I'll go on to the race results now. And. Again, I will make the audience suffer, but uh, in first place, we have Maximum Overdrive. So, Verstappen, yeah. he yeah, he came first. It was actually a Red Bull 1-2 because in second place was Checo, the, uh, the tire whisperer. And then <laughs> in third place, Georgie Porgy putting Pate. So, shouts out to George for, uh, you know, getting that car into a podium position. And I will also say he had some yeah. really good battles with Verstappen that I saw oh highlights my God, of. Yeah. Um, he defended. Yeah, they were like, really good. Yeah. George defended like a lion against, uh, to quote yeah. Alonso. 
Um, yeah, to, I think that was like the first time this season that you we really saw George kind of fighting Max, like really actually fighting Max. It's yeah, literally like one of the first time that uh, that I've seen him do that kind of fighting and defending and stuff like that against somebody of uh, you know like Verstappen's caliber, right? Because when he was with yeah. Williams, he obviously was fighting wasn't back. back. Um, in yeah. the last couple of races, obviously the Mercedes was arguably the third best team at times, but the gap was mm. so large between Red Bull and Ferrari that they were essentially just leading the the peloton, right? Or yeah. those of you who are cyclist fans, but he, they were leading the rest of the group, so they weren't yeah, really yeah. fighting those guys. Um, yeah, no, so, yeah. it's true. So this is like really the first time I think George's had to like fight, you know, like the top top brass with the, like the top cars. Yeah, and do a really good job with it. So, shouts out to George, yeah. third place. Um, yeah, yeah. And fourth, yeah. we have Carlos Sainz, Carlito. He, the smooth operator. Carlito. He mm-hmm. was not a very smooth operator at the beginning of the race. He he kind of spun. I think it was turn no, he eight. Spun out. Um, he and Max spun out in the same cor- in the same corner. Yeah. Like the a same lot of turn. people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. it was his fault in particular, but obviously it cost him a lot of positions, no. and it, I'm sure he would have liked to be in the podium in his home race. Um, yeah, I think he dropped down to a P12, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, no, like he he climbed back. So obviously, like it, it was a really yeah. good race by him, um, but obviously it goes to show one little tiny mistake can can really cost you a lot, right? And and it just makes your your life a whole lot harder for the rest of the race. Um. But yeah, he's he also has a, a record of always finishing in the points in his home race, so it's no different this year, finishing mm-hmm. fourth. And uh, I think it's his highest ever finish in in Barcelona. It is the highest, yeah, yeah, it is. So, yeah, keeping that that uh, consistent track record. In fifth place, we have uh, F1's only knight, so the honorable <laughs> Sir Lewis Amadén. Although, because we're That's in Spain, true. he's Luis, right? So Luis, Luis Hamilton. Hamilton. Um, the only man doing like a one-man crusade around the world because he is a knight. Yeah, exactly. He's a, yeah, he's a one-man crusade <laughs> around the world. Um, Klon is Seven way years back. His, his crusade, yeah, was during that period for sure. <laughs> um, and then in six, you can never escape the ham bots. Let me tell you that. Because it's Valtteri <laughs> Bottas in sixth yeah. place. Or Valtteri Bottas, because, you know, Bottas. I think it's it's fitting for, for this week, at least. Um, in or seventh... Battery Volt Bottas? Yeah, Battery no. Volt Bottas. <laughs> so, in seven, you have the American Dream, but yeah. it's actually the French Dream. Trust <laughs> me, you can look it up. <laughs> uh, Esteban Ocon. So, shout See, out to him as well. I, I, I take your intro, you take my... Nicknames for Esteban. It works when it works. What can I say? I know. <laughs> uh, um, in eighth place, you have Lando Carlisian, the no. part-time Twitch streamer. So yeah, Lando Norris. And also, I did read that Lando was feeling really ill during the race. No. Which could have contributed to like him not being yeah. able to score as high and stuff. But hell, even finishing in the points when you're feeling unwell, it's really good. Shouts out. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. In ninth, you have the Spanish Minister of Defense, 
You have Fernando <laughs> Alonso, who actually started from last place because he had to change his engine. He had to do a, a, an engine change. True. So that's an automatic. Probably why his quality was down. so bad. Yeah, I think so. I think that's why. Yeah. Right. So they decided yeah. to just change his engine, start 20th, and he clawed his way to ninth place. So obviously the old man is still got it. He's not even old. Yeah. Actually, according to him, no. he's not even old. I was watching the, uh, like the radio clip, like video and stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And at the end, like his engineer goes like, "Hey, sorry if it was like a really bumpy ride or something like that, right? Sorry if like the race was really bumpy and uneven." And then Alonso just replied, "He's like, I'm young, I'm fit, it's no problem. No. <laughs> like that's a flex." Well, I know that he said in a few occasions that like when he gets on the car, he doesn't feel old. He feels like like young, like really young, like 17, just to like put a number to it. He's a pure racer, man. That's like he, he honestly is. He's gonna go out on a track. Like he's gonna come in one day on a car, and he's not gonna come out. Like, I mean, that's it. But like, yeah, he's he's as in my opinion as pure a racer as it gets. Yeah, I mean, you don't get what is it like a one or two week vacation and then decide to do a twenty four hour go karting marathon. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like you have people like you know. Um, Lewis and Seb and stuff that have other interests outside of racing that they like yeah. to pursue, but it seems Alonso. Yeah, Valtteri too. Just, yeah, right, Valtteri you know, as well. But Alonso's just like model. Let me drive. I want to drive yeah. more. Yeah, Give me true. the drive. That's why he is so good. No. No, it's true. It's true. Just mm. it's that it's that like obsessive behavior to just keep pushing himself, right? For lack of a yeah. a better word but it kind of is um but yeah anyways i don't want to i don't want to get too held up since we're only just in ninth place uh in 10th mm. place you have the the hokage so yuki sonoda no. kono has hokage shouts out to yuki is that from like points. baruto or something from baruto yeah yeah though well, that that's that's where i go on saturday nights <laughs> but um, hmm. um and now that the the entire audience has left us after this joke. We can, yeah. uh, we can just kind of rally off the rest and, and, and shut it down. Give it a night because nobody's going to be listening after that. Um, that is true. I am sorry. In 11th place, you have Seb, so Vettel. So, hey, mm. you know, bad quality, but he was still able to get the Aston Martin just within reach of points. Um, Isn't this the second time in a row he's been 11th at the end of a race? I I. I think so. I think so, yeah. Well, I know at least second time so far, he's just been right outside the points at the end. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, and, and it's like so easy to give Aston Martin the benefit of the doubt and the excuse, but this was the first week with the B-spec cars actually uh, testing it and performing on track. So, you know, I'll, I'll say it again, but I'll... I won't criticize too much until at least another one or two races when we can kind of see a little more of what they're able to find and what this car is able to do. Yep. But it could be a good you, sign. Yeah, just keep saying that until the end of the season. You know, well, like I don't know. Let's see. Like we'll give him one more, one or two more races. I'm very if you keep aware. saying that, you'll keep your hopes up. I am very aware. Uh, <laughs> in twelfth, you have Solenia, the man oh. down under who's currently down under pickle <laughs> rick 
Um, Ooh, yeah. You know his you know what his issue is is he doesn't have a pickle Rick before the race, so when he's passing people by, he doesn't just say Rick. And that's a joke only me and you will understand, Seth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But if he if he were to do that as he passed somebody and like it would be heard on the radio, I think uh, I think it gives it an extra like twenty horsepower, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I, so listen, not just twenty horsepower. Um, it is scientifically and fundamentally shown to make your legs stronger. Again, something only you would understand. Me and science, obviously. You and science, and maybe Valtteri Potas, because you know this is a cycling thing I'm referencing. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Danny Rick in 12, uh, Pierre Gasly, the Frenchman hmm. in 13. So not a great race from Pierre, but it looks like the car wasn't set up properly, according to uh, yeah, to the radio messages at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 14th, you have our boy Mick. So. Yeah. Spain without the S. Fifteenth, uh, <laughs> we have Lancelot Vancelot. Sixteenth, we had the king himself. Ethan. Yeah. I don't know why I dropped my the the tone of my voice. It's when for I the respect. King, but I think so. Yeah. Um. Then in seventeenth, you have Kevin. Who? This he finished seventeenth, but. What happened is he and Lewis collided really early on in the race, and you know the damage that he got from from that collision, um, obviously didn't help him in the race, and and he just kind of started falling back. Yeah, but yeah, seventeenth and eighteenth was Albano Alex Albon, who also uh, suffered floor damage from from a collision early on in the race, and he was way off the pace, so. I mean, he was just trying to survive at that point. Yeah. And yeah, then, see, that's a, like that's rare. Like when you see Albon like all the way like down compared to where Latifi is, like you know, he he had a lot of issue, right? Like he normally kills it. So yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then did not finish Joe Guan Yu. Yeah. And I don't also known as your average American. Why? Yeah, and I, I don't know I don't know if you know why he did not finish. It was like a mechanical failure or something like that, but uh I I I I didn't see why. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But he's had he's had a string of bad luck recently. Um so I mean yeah, that sucks that he couldn't finish. Yeah. And then okay. Yeah. Mr. Charles Leclerc from Ferrari, Monaco's crown jewel. Yeah, he did not finish. Power loss in the in the power unit. And actually, speaking of that, um, mm-hmm. this is a tweet from Andrew Benson. So shouts out Andrew Benson. But uh, Ferrari analyzed Leclerc's broken engine from from the race uh, yesterday. And they yeah, apparently yeah. found that the turbo and NGUH were damaged beyond repair. Yeah. So, according yeah. to them, it didn't occur through a design fault or reliability with these two components. So, it was just, I guess, Murphy's Law in that sense. Like, they just kind of gave out. Um, but it wasn't anything yeah. fundamental design 
or or in the overall reliability of it that caused it to do that. But I mean, it cost Charles yeah. a win because he was leading the race when this happened, right? Yeah. Um, and then, and, and yeah, so it was it, it was a big a, a bit of a blunder on the part of Ferrari. Now, obviously, these are things you can never anticipate for, but it really did uh, it, it did oh, cost yeah. them because now Max with his win has passed Charles Leclerc in the driver in the World Drivers Championship, and Red Bull has yeah. passed Ferrari in the Constructor Championship. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, that is unfortunate. It's like hard. Like I know they're like experts in it because they are, but like yeah, those kinds of things. Like it seems like it's kind of hard to like really do like a deep analysis on. Sometimes you just miss things. Yeah, it's true. And you're testing these at like the the most intense conditions and stuff, so they're bound to happen. But yeah. obviously, mitigating that as much as possible will help you win points, right? Like Ferrari was re- leading from the beginning. Oh yeah, we're six races in. And and Red Bulls passed them, right? Yeah, no, it's true. So yeah. Um, by the way, I looked up why Joe, the your average American Joe, um, didn't finish. I guess it was like something in the telemetry of the Alfa Romeo, um, like something popped up, and the engineers just forced him to to DNF. Okay. Okay. True. So it was a like yeah. a team order thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. another thing that I saw was Checo was on a one stop, like Checo oh, got yeah. the number two driver treatment today. And I think it's, uh, mm. I mean, I, 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 I think, I think it just, it shows what it is. Like, I don't think this is a one time yeah. thing. If Max has the, uh, the, the possibility to win a race, it's going to be like with Lewis and Valtteri, right? Like the team yeah. will tell Checo to move aside for Max. No. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the yeah. fact that they said I mean, it was this time, I, I I think that's lip service. Yeah, no, it is. Like I I hate it when the teams do that, man. Like it's so frustrating for me, because like I understand the teams want to both prioritize. They want to prioritize their views on grades. Like make sure they win the constructors, and if Max is faster than Checo, he should be uh, in front. And they want to prioritize their drivers winning the drivers championship. So yeah, it makes sense to put Max in front of Checo to make sure he gets the most points. But if Max is fast and Checo, just let them race, right? Maybe don't tell them to race aggressively, but let them race, you know? Like, Barcelona has a big enough track that you they don't have to dress, like, race too aggressively, and Max might pass them if he's faster. Yeah, well, I think all these teams are a little traumatized from Spain 2016 because I think that's the year of uh, Lewis and Nico's famous, famous like double crash. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But no, still, I, yeah. I, I agree with your with your general sentiment regarding that. Yeah, like as a fan, it's it's the most frustrating thing ever. You know what? For F1, for the actual management, very serious point. There should be a button that when you press it, when you want to talk to your team, and I think it might already exist, um, it doesn't go out to the public, right? So if you want to tell your team something, and like internally all the other engineers, because I guess they can also hear those things, I think, um, like the fans themselves and like to the radio, they can't hear it. Save that over that line of communication. Don't make it public so everyone can hear it, because it just makes you look worse and it makes the race more frustrating, right? 
I mean, I guess, but then like, even if they tell him and, and Checo just lets him buy, you'll know because he's not going to fight Max, right? And then suddenly yeah, you'll be like, but okay, I'd ra- well. I'd, honestly, I'd rather that than first hear, hey, let him pass by. And then he just passes by and you're just frustrated for like a while than it is to just see him pass by. And you're just like, well, yeah, I guess that's what it is. Like you, your frustration period window is like a lot smaller um, if that happens. Like I'd rather them if they're going to do it to just do that. Don't don't announce it. Not, don't announce it to the fans and stuff like that. It, it kind of just like makes me mad going up to them passing and that can sometimes be laughs. And then, like, when it happens, it's just, like, I'm already frustrated. And then for the rest of the lap, I'm, like, more frustrated than I would be if it just passed them. I mean, that's fair, but we'll, we'll agree to disagree because I, I like the transparency be, between that, like, yeah. the team messages. Because, like, I do like to see uh, how, how, how they work, right? And, like, what get the calls yeah, that they yeah, make yeah. and stuff. No, that's fair, but... but. I, like, I like to have transparency, but I don't want it to be, like, like, as a fan, I don't really want to be hearing those kinds of things. But I don't mind, like, I guess if it's after the race. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with my position. It's I don't like it as a fan. No, that's fair. That's fair. I think it's, uh, yeah. I, I can agree with that sentiment, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. And then the last kind of point that I had was George Russell, man. Georgie Porgy putting pate. He's finished in the top yeah. five every single race so far. He's been out driving and out qualifying Lewis. Uh, he's, yeah. I think, fourth in the Constructors' Championship. Or the, yeah, fourth, maybe even third. Because he's been more consistent than like signs and stuff. Um, but yeah, he's really showing his worth, you know? No, it's true. That's so yeah, he's third right now. Yeah. Wait, like, no, that's... that was just for the Spanish Grand Prix. Let's look at driver standings. Um he's fourth in driver standings. Yeah. Which is crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. Right? Like he's ahead of Carlos Sainz, which Yeah, that's nuts. Right? Yeah. So no, again, like, you know, shouts out to George for uh for for driving the hell out of the out of the Mercedes still and and now that they're really you know they they might be coming back and and he fixed a lot of their issues then hmm. we can see a lot a lot more closer fighting between three teams yeah oh yeah I mean, like that's what I'm down like what I want to see I don't want to see just two teams fighting it out and then just the rest not that's why I like the midfield more but if we have like three, maybe four teams, like if McLaren can get their like stuff together, which doesn't really seem like it, but you know, if McLaren can get their stuff together or Alfa Romeo, it'd be interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's just uh, jump to the, the cool down lap now because hmm. I think we talked about it this one long enough. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so for this one, I found a cool little graphic on, on Reddit and I'll, I'll don't look at it in the show notes. If you okay. haven't looked at it, don't look at it. But it's the pole to win conversion rates for active drivers. So every yeah. every driver that has gotten a pole position and converted it into a win, and then yeah. the, the percentage of that, like how many wins have come from a pole position start, okay? Yeah. So I'll work my way downwards, like to from last to first, um, and then mm-hmm. I'll I'll see if you can if you have any idea of, of who's there and, and where they are, okay? 
Okay. So, so I have kind of looked at it, so I know where like one or two or maybe four is, but you know. Okay. Well, but I don't I mean, know where the rest are. I'll start it. So there's the three, right? So it's one. So there's ten. The hmm. first three, so 10, 9th, and 8th, are basically yeah. tied at 0% because it's uh, Checo Perez with yeah. one pole position, Lando with one pole position, yeah. and Lancelot Vancelot with one pole position, right? And they didn't win. Yeah. So there's None of 0%. them have won from pole, yeah. Yeah. So do you, have, yeah. do you know who the next one is after Lance with 30%? Is it Carlos? Carlos? It's not because I don't think Carlos is... No. Well, Carlos hasn't won a race, and he doesn't have a full position true. either. Right. That's actually true. Is it Valtteri? It is Bottas. Yeah. So, 20, 20 pole positions yeah, both. and a, yeah. a 30% conversion rate. Um, who do you think is after Valtteri? Yeah. Next. Oh. With 30.77. Is it? No. The 31%. It's not Danny, is it? No. It's Charles Leclerc. No. Ah. Damn. Yep. And that's uh pretty good, but you know. He's won every race he's won this year has been from pole position. So he's climbing his way up pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like it feels like Charles' numbers keep go up fast. Yeah. No, especially now that he has a championship. Yeah winning like caliber car for sure but yeah, yeah. you you call the next person with 33 yeah, which yeah danny rick so three poles and then i think he one was from from pole which i'm pretty sure yeah. was yeah, monaco he's three poles was one, monaco. one race yeah yeah this is monaco win um and then a big jump from danny rick to the next person so uh is it daddy percent so 54 yeah. percent yeah. So is it Lewis? It's actually Seb. So Vettel with 57 oh. pole positions, a 54% right. conversion rate. That's really good. Right? For fourth place? Yeah. So yeah. it just goes to show how dominant his, like, his years in Red Bull were, to be honest. <laughs> Honestly. And then uh, after him, with 59%, who do you think it is? I'm going to guess Hamilton again. Yeah, so you're right with, with Hamilton. 103 yeah. poles, almost 60% conversion rate, which is kind of crazy. But then you have the top yeah. two. So number two yeah. is 63.6. So 64%, basically. Who do you think has a 64% conversion rate? Yeah. So I actually do know the last two because okay. I kind of just saw it already, okay. but I know it's Alonzo. Yeah, which I, I, I didn't expect, yeah. but like, God damn. 64% no, no, conversion. Man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. And yeah. then... First place, I mean, you know, 71%, which is like unreal, yeah, Max. is Max with 14 poles. So Max has mm. 14 pole positions, 71% conversion rate. Charles has 13 and a 30% conversion rate. Yeah, that's, that's a different, yeah, I mean, like, that's what happens when you have like a really good car for like two, three seasons, right? Yeah, Whereas Max I don't is think, also like a stud, uh, What's man? it called? Very aggressive. What you can say? No, I said Max is a stud. And then, like, your top two are Max oh. and Alonzo. Yeah. Yeah. Both absolute studs. I agree. 
so yeah, that was. I mean, for the cooldown lap, I just thought it was a cool little little figure like that. Um, yeah, no, obviously some, really some numbers that I, I didn't expect found interesting. So like, yeah, metal is is really high up. Um, hmm. And then I wouldn't have expected something like Danny to be so high up, honestly. Or Botas. Well, with Danny, honestly, it's like, like those two kind of kind of easy, I guess. One of three, right? Like you've only had three full positions. Yeah. One, one. That's that's. But Botas is twenty pulls. Yeah, Botas is twenty pulls, right? Um, yeah, and then obviously like Alonso and Max up there, it's it's pretty crazy just because. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. I mean, they're still fairly fresh. I mean, not Alonso, but Alonso has twenty-two pole positions, sixty-four percent conversion mm-hmm. rate. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for Max, it's it's amazing. Yeah. And then no, take yeah. us to the shunt of That's... the week, unless you have anything else to to say for the cooldown lap. No, no, let's, uh, I had something, but, you know, let's actually save that for, uh, next time we have a guest over. Right. The so record just, stuff? The record stuff. That's a, um, that's called the foreshadowing, everyone. Yeah, for, for those in the business, mm-hmm. it's called, it's called a little yeah. bit of foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's, yeah, let's just, let's jump right into it, shall we? <laughs> Thanks, Philip. Um, all right, so yeah, the shunt of the week goes to the one, the only. Total knowledge. I'm kidding. It's a Ferrari. Ferrari is the the shunt of the week, because you know they lost their lead. Now they're behind both on the world driver and constructors championship. If we're honest, like I feel for them, but like man, like they 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 had such a strong running, and now they're kind of just like falling behind. Yep. Yeah, I mean a lot like some of it was obviously driver error in, in the form of mm. Carlos, right? Spinning out. Yeah. And obviously having a fight really as back. Like driver error, but not like the typical driver error. That that like that turn both like him and Max kinda of drove off it. It just seems like a weird track layout if you have like two of your best drivers like flying off it. The same. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I, again, a lot of this stuff is not, I'm not going to be like, yeah, like Carlos, you get down goof, and like, you did this, but oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. over the whole, over the weekend as a whole, all that stuff adds yeah. up to, like, a bad weekend for Ferrari, where they couldn't capitalize on a really good opportunity to get high points, because yeah. with Charles, if his engine hadn't been damaged like that, and I'm, again, like, that's not to point the fingers of blame at anybody, but if the mm. engine had not broken down, he most likely would have finished in first, right? Oh, yeah. And Carlos, if he hadn't spun out, he more than likely could have finished in the podium. He could yeah. have even finished oh, second or third, right? Like, I mean, he ended up finishing fourth anyways. Um, yeah. But they didn't, and Red Bull finished 1-2, and, and now you have that, right? So now Max leads by, I think it's seven points in the, in the Drivers' yeah. Championship, and Red Bull's leading by 22 points in the Constructors'. So obviously yeah. things can still like sway, but they've they've taken their foot off the gas, man. They started off really strong, and and Red Bull since then has been just like shooting upwards. Yeah, no, that's true. Because like I remember, um, I think it was like after the third race, Charles like I think held the record for like the biggest difference in, or like the biggest lead of a driver. For the World Driver Championship, by like one point, 
Yeah. So it's kind of sad to see that kind of go. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, obviously it's still a long, long season ahead, but they've got to get their stuff in order. And I think they are bringing upgrades relatively soon. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, just to add more pressure to, to Charles, but next, next race is in Monaco. Next race is Monaco, which does not go well for a, a Ferrari, uh, Charles Leclerc. Exactly. So. Yeah. 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 But hey. Well. Yeah. That's another week of F1 for you there. I don't know why I did that an, is another an Italian week. accent. Sounds more like an Australian, but all right, sir. All right, mate. I don't know how uh, we got here, but I can try. (laughs) I can try, Master Bruce. Yeah. You have any uh, anything you want to tell the audience before we wrap up for the week once again? No, that's I got everything I want to say said. Well, damn. That's I think that's the first time in fifteen weeks that uh. That you don't mm. have a message for the audience. I think they're going to feel Wait. a little bit left out and insulted. You're right. No, you're right. Let me try to think of something. Monaco GP, Monaco GP. Yo, um, anyone in the audience want to buy me um, a plane ticket to Monaco plus the tickets to go watch the Monaco GP? Uh, shouts out. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's all I got to say to the audience. There you go. And yeah. if you want to... If you want me to tag along, then you you know what to do. But I guess if, if it's just Nico, that's fine. Well, if you want to tag along, you know, you better get your butt in some lake and take a nice picture for $50,000 for charity. And that charity being you coming with me. Let's go. Next week will be the, yeah. the episode artwork. <laughs> but yeah. It's going to be cursed, but if you want it, it will happen. There you go. But yeah, man, I think uh, yeah. that's pretty much everything we have for the week. Uh, obviously, yeah, thanks to no. everyone that's listening in. And yeah. if, uh, yeah. if you want to write to us, feel free to do so on email at aroundthepaddockpodcast at gmail.com or on social media at aroundthepaddockpodcast. Yeah. But other than that... Yeah. All right. I think that's everything. I guess the only thing left for me to say is peace out. Yeah. Later. Bye.